This is the Anatomy of a Scream Pod Squad Network. Two white ladies in crisis. It's a podcast dedicated to women losing their marbles. I am Joe Lipset, and I am joined, as always, by Gina Radcliffe. Hello. As well as Jen Adams. Hello. And ladies, fluff up your hair and get that spandex outfit back on because we are strapping in for physical season three, talking about the first two episodes into the groove, as well as dress you up. Because it's the 80s and we're doing Madonna, apparently. Y'all can't see it, but I'm sizing right now out of excitement. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, are you clenching your vagina? Did you not hear it release? <laughs> uh, I, I know that that's a thing. I think it's still a thing. And yet, is, watching yeah. women do it in a group in front of mirrors was kind of uncomfortable. Well, well now they just call them like like Kegels or uh-huh. you know, core, core exercises. Yep. Core exercises. <laughs> I love Pelvic that. Pelvic floor. Yeah. Yes. The the re what is it? Virginization. Get that. Oh, get that yeah. pussy back up into virgin shape because we love virgins. Mm-hmm. How did we end up here? Okay. <laughs> so, ladies, we're talking about the first two episodes of this third and final season. So, for the first time ever, we're not going to speculate about. Ooh, maybe the show will get another season. It's like we've got ten episodes. So, technically. We have already watched 20% of this final season. Oh, no. Oh. Sorry, I didn't mean to bum you out. It was (laughs) more like, hey, here we go. (laughs) I am very excited to be back into the groove with this because I love this show. I, you know, I want to just run off and do jazzercise and everybody be happy together. So I'm just going to hold out hope that that's how it all ends and just keep living on a prayer, I guess. Sure. So I will confess, and I said this off air, I had a little bit of difficulty remembering where season two ended. Uh, I did remember rather quickly. So Sheila and Danny have gotten a divorce. I think they were in the process of sort of separating, but now they're really like moving towards the divorce. He is living at Seafarer's Village or Inn, which is a a very swinging singles community. Hold on, Joe. Don't Mm -hmm. paint him with that brush. He's just staying there. (laughs) (laughs) It's true. He can run three miles and get away at any time he likes. That's true. Sorry, didn't mean to interrupt. Uh, apart from that, Sheila, you know, she's doing her business venture with Greta. Ernie is uncomfortable with how much money we're spending. The step up thing that she was working on, the prototype, has not gone to market. And she has been beaten out by her television adversary, who is our new fun character for this season, <laughs> Kelly Kilmartin, who was played by... An almost unrecognizable Zoe Deschanel. Yes. Yeah, she kind of looks like she looks like Kim Cattrall. Like that's mm-hmm. like that's oh. what I like, like I kept thinking the whole time. Yeah, I kept thinking like Betty Gilpin kind of like she was mm. giving me Betty Gilpin in, in Glow vibes too. Right. And I was like, who is this? And then even the lady who was in SNL, whose name I can't remember right now, the blonde one. 
Oh, uh, Kate McKinnon? Kate McKinnon. Yeah, I was like, is that Kate McKinnon? <laughs> but yeah, I did not realize that was Zoe Deschanel until um, way longer than I probably should have. Right, because we did get a glimpse of this character, but they had not cast the actress in the role. So we just knew this character was coming. But yeah, this is a famous TV star who is moving into aerobics and workouts. And in the first episode, I think we see her appearing on the Johnny Carson show. So like the reality of Sheila being threatened by this woman is kind of ironic because this woman doesn't even know Sheila exists. Like, Sheila is no. so small time compared mm -hmm. to her. <laughs> yeah, she's, she's treating her like, you know, she's considering her like she's her nemesis. And I, mm -hmm. But, like, your nemesis has to know you exist. <laughs> right. <laughs> or as Greta not meanly says at one point, but it kind of ends up coming off that way. She says, well, she's a TV star. You're not. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yes. Okay, so what do we think of the state of Sheila in these first two episodes? Because we were concerned that she had made this breakthrough in therapy in the second last episode of season two, and then in the finale, she backslid, and we all got very mad at the show. But now it seems like she's kind of doing a little bit better. Yeah, I, I thought that, and this might be skipping ahead to what we need to discuss, like, it kind of ended that, like, her and uh, John Breen were going to, once again, like, mm -hmm. work together to, you know, sort of help destroy Danny, which, like, okay, what's there to destroy? You know, he's just, right. he's just this kind of sad sack and you know, who doesn't really have anything. But now her your relationship, if you want to call it that with John Breen, is he occasionally provides her with information that she can use against people right. but you know, with his wife like literally kind of standing over them and right. and what is a very weird plot line that i don't know where it's where it's going yet but um yeah i i don't know the time frame between when last season ended and this one i'm guessing it's about a year maybe yeah uh, i know i know at one scene, it looks like John Bream is doing uh, Olympic trials for the 84. Well, he's like, he's coaching. Yes. Uh, because he's wearing a badge that says LA 84. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to guess this is probably about 83. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So about three years after we started with the, from the beginning of the show. Mm -hmm. But like, you know, I feel like a lot has happened that they have not gone into yet. Right. Yes. Yeah, it's really interesting that particularly the second episode as Sheila more or less blackmails slash negotiates John Breen into getting her access to the local TV channel. And I don't know if you two just kind of immediately perked up, but when she is doing this like good morning, you know, oh, I got a weekly gig and I'm going to be doing my show, the set that we see them build is from that opening sequence of the pilot that we have barely touched or referenced in more than a season. Oh, I did not notice that. Ooh. Yeah, we are getting into the end game. Mm-hmm. I think when they ended the second season, it feels like they have made a big recalibration in where they where I thought Sheila and John Bream were gonna go. Mm -hmm. And now I guess knowing that the end is coming, it feels like whatever was gonna happen with that is now different because yeah i thought they were about to get back together i was maybe thinking about some more hot 
hotel time, but <laughs> but it seems to be that that is not the case. I will say I'm very pleased with where Sheila is with her own recovery. Like, aside from where she is with other people, she seems to be in a better place with herself. We see mm. that she is hosting groups in her home right. and she is practicing her mantras or her daily gratitude yeah. and we're not hearing this internal monologue of course oh, that is well <laughs> that we've got another thing yeah and it's just it's morphed you know yeah i i i'm not sure if it's a huge improvement that she's projected her cool inner voice onto another person who she's yeah. never actually even met no. right I do really enjoy this one conversation that I feel like she was about to have with Greta where she was like, I really missed that voice, you know? Mm -hmm. And that's like, not to get too personal, but like after I started taking OCD medicine, a voice that is was like that kind of disappeared from my head. And there is kind of a grieving process there because if that is the voice that is keeping you going and keeping you protected from a lot of the negative things that you would have been thinking or like keeping you going on the self-image that is really important to you, that isn't like an authentic feeling is to miss that voice, even though it feels good that it's gone. So it doesn't surprise me that she's created this kind of alternate version. I think what surprises me is that she knows it's not real. I don't know if she does or doesn't. She She didn't. She definitely didn't at first. Right, like that, like that whole scene in the in the studio where she's like it is kind of wild. circling. Yeah, it's like he's like no, she actually thinks she's here. And I was I was gonna, I was gonna ask you guys is like, you know, obviously she she is dealing with trauma from her sexual abuse as a child, and mm-hmm. she has a lot of. But is she actually like mentally ill? Like 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 you know, mm-hmm. was she delusional? And I, and which you know puts a different spin on this character that I think makes it you know. It makes it a little easier to empathize with her because she, you know, oh. she really can't help this, this, right. this, this behavior. And, and it is a, a monumental achievement that she is able to kind of get it in, under control enough that, you know, she can maintain a somewhat normal life. This is an interesting question because we have long talked about how Sheila is arguably one of the least likable female (laughs) characters on TV. And I think it was one of the reasons we were so attracted to the show Mm -hmm. in that first season. But you're right, Gina, this does feel like an evolution where it used to be her really destructive inner monologue. And now it's changed or manifest as an external projection. But it does make me wonder, like, because that external manifestation of kelly does say you know they're all gonna see how nuts you are and she's Mm -hmm. having full conversations with this character who is not present in the real world because we see greta watch her have a conversation with herself so i mean that does feel like mental illness or at least some kind of burgeoning psychotic break yeah, I, I'm i curious to see how this unfolds, because I think there are a lot of different ways they could go with it. If she is honestly imagining this person to be in the room and as a physical person in her life, I think that would speak to a larger mental illness than we've already seen her kind of deal with. Mm-hmm. But I think I could also look at this as maybe kind of the evolution of kind of getting rid of this voice and it kind of cycling out because if she Mm. can externalize it and put it on another person, I do think that's progress from having it be her. 
because at some point she can walk away from this person or she can send right. this person away. She can't walk away from herself, you know? So it's, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm just not sure. I don't know where they're going with this. And I'm curious to see how it plays out. I have a theory about Kelly herself, but if you want, I'll save it for what we do predictions at the end of the episode. Ooh. Okay. Yeah. I'm intrigued <laughs> because I could actually see them only ever showing the real Kelly on television and then having this projection that Sheila is dealing with, but we don't actually ever meet this character in real life, but we'll see. So I bet that she's going to turn out to be the future version of Maya and her middle name is Kelly M. (laughs) Martin. (laughs) Jen, go to your corner. (laughs) It's like, oh, I don't know. (laughs) Look, we're all in agreement that Maya is going to be deeply fucked up. Oh, I know. What little we see of that little girl in this episode, you're just like, oh my God, her parents are still the absolute fucking worst. Oh my God, I know. Yay, but she turns the corner. She can't hear them arguing anymore, right? Sure. (laughs) Nobody else in the school can either. Oh my god. Although I will say, like, hearing Danny go off on the kind of cultural (laughs) appropriation day that they're planning, I was like, oh, well, that feels kind of progressive. Oh, yeah. Y'all, I loved Danny in these two episodes. Like, he's still kind of a a sad sack, but Mm -hmm. he is hilarious. I, I I didn't realize how much I missed him, you know? Yeah, so watching Danny flirt in the pool with these women, (laughs) honestly, it was cringe comedy for me. I know, and that's what I mean when I say I've missed him, because, like, he is still such a, like, kind of sleazy character, but it was hilarious when he's like, oh, we're talking about the weather, that's what we're doing, after Mm -hmm. telling this, like, deep story that feels like it, he, like, ripped it from rambo or something oh my goodness (laughs) he's such an interesting character like we Mm -hmm. have had such a tumultuous relationship with him but i feel like i can see where they're going to take this character in this final season and frankly i'm kind of interested because you know he's always had this activist environmental bent to him and that's why he ends up chasing this guy down for three miles there and back Mm -hmm. because he ended up putting his recycling in the wrong bin (laughs) fine (laughs) but you can tell that he got an endorphin rush from it right like when he jumps Mm -hmm. in the pool and he just hangs out underwater to me this is what he never understood sheila like what she was getting from the exercising he never really got it and i think he's starting to and i could actually see him with this olympics 84 kind of looming in the near future i could see him moving into some kind of ooh, i'm gonna lose the weight i'm going to become a long distance runner because the olympics are galvanizing interest Mm -hmm. absolutely and i think he's kind of felt like he's been flailing for the past two seasons and it feels like he at least has some kind of purpose but yeah it's interesting because it is a different kind of physicality and I was as I was watching him run I was like well the show is called physical Mm -hmm. and we've been really focused on Sheila right and Greta to a certain extent because her being physical I think really helped her own mental state, even though it's never been about weight loss, which I Mm -hmm. appreciate. But yeah, I could see Danny kind of going that route also. And it's interesting because while I loved his 
I'm going to, I feel like I want to quote everything he said because his line <laughs> delivery has just been perfect. But just like, I'm going to stand up for the mother of my child, Mother Earth. Oh <laughs> it was my hilarious. God. <laughs> but that was the key to Sheila's like, right. oh, maybe we don't need this stuff, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's so interesting to watch him maybe start down a new fitness timeline path, whatever you want to call it, mm-hmm. while also watching Sheila... I guess it's interesting. Mentally, I think her gratitude stuff, it's very in keeping with her recovery, right? Like what we Mm -hmm. saw her do in that penultimate episode where she went away. And I think that's good. But then she's Mm -hmm. projecting this Kelly manifestation, which is not good. Mm -hmm. But then we also see her cook meat for Maya. And Mm -hmm. she and Danny were always vegetarians, but... I think it's incredibly important that she says, you know, oh, I had this break and I really wanted to go to the burger joint and just scarf down all of these burgers. And what she does instead is she makes meat sauce for the spaghetti. I'm like, oh, Sheila, this feels like a slippery slope. It does, but I could also see it being empowering, you know? Okay, okay. Because I was thinking, like, I wonder if the vegetarian thing was always more Danny. Because whenever mm. she did binge, she was always eating burgers. And so right. I think that was part of the rebelling against this life that she had built for herself that she felt so trapped in. And I've got thoughts about that meeting. But I I could see this as her taking the urge to binge and making it into a healthy meal for her family instead. And that's the tricky thing with eating disorders is like Mm -hmm. with alcoholism or with addiction, you cannot drink, Mm -hmm. but you can't not eat, you know? Right. And so a lot of what recovery is, is about trying to figure out how to make this a healthy habit or break the habit that was unhealthy and transition it so that you're meeting the need. So if maybe if meat was the thing she really wanted to eat, this is a better way of meeting that need. Although mm-hmm. we don't know if she actually ate the meat. That is true, right? Like she proposed it for Maya under the guise of letting Maya make a choice because she yeah. and Maya are all about making their own decisions. <laughs> but we, yeah, we will see. I have a feeling yeah. that this is the start of something and I'm not sure whether it is going to be good or bad, but I yeah. appreciate you saying, oh, well, we don't immediately need to take it to a bad place. Yeah, I think what I'm really appreciating in these first two episodes is kind of, and something we talked about in our in the last season is just kind of the reflection that recovery is really hard mm-hmm. and that it is a lot of steps forward and a lot of steps back. And the most important thing is that you keep moving forward, even mm-hmm. if you slip. I agree with you. I am a little concerned about this Kelly character and right. this very easily be a, a slippery slope. But I don't know. I think... The the fact that she is doing these meetings, I think, mm-hmm. is helpful. And, like, I mean, I almost teared up when I saw that because that's where she used to <laughs> exercise, you know? Right. Yeah. And she was doing it in secret. And now it's like this has become the place where she goes to heal. And I just, I love it. And I hope <sighs> it turns out okay. Oh, Ooh. see, you, you are so... <laughs> silver lining and i'm so grim dark because i agree i think it's positive but i think also some of the coded language that we're seeing from the other women particularly Mm -hmm. her friend whose name i can't remember but 
she shoots straight from the hip, right? She's yes. very tell you mm-hmm. straight to your face. And at one point she says, oh, well, the queen has spoken when Sheila uh-huh. says she doesn't want men in there. And I was worried, oh, Sheila's doing this. You know, sure, we recognize what therapy looks like. We recognize the importance of group and having other people there to help keep you accountable. But what if this is also just another way for Sheila to feel in control, right? Mm. Like she's got this group of women who just yes, ma'am her. Yeah, that's true. And that's one thing about groups is groups are made of humans. And Mm -hmm. there are groups that can be very toxic for one person and very healing for a different person, you know, and Mm -hmm. it's kind of the strength of the group that you're in. And it there are a lot of yes girls in that group. Right. I, I'm very curious about this male member, Jim mm-hmm. R. Do you have a guess about who you think that might be? Unless I'm jumping into predictions. Well, I'm not going to lie. It could just be a brand new character, which yes. I wouldn't be surprised because it's early in the season. We are going to have new people this season, even though it's final. But part of me was like, Jim, Jim Bream? Uh-huh. John R. Bream. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they did say that thing about the middle initial. Like that was a Right. That was a thing. Yeah, I think it's it was an emphasis in these first two episodes. The right. R. <laughs> Maybe it'll be Tyler. <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, okay. So let's do a kind of lightning round of other things we want to talk about in this okay. episode. Because you mentioned Greta. I do want to have a conversation about where she yes. and Ernie are at because Ooh. when he is mean to her that hurt oh i wrote in all caps i don't like ernie (laughs) (laughs) i don't think you've liked ernie for a while i have he's not been one of my favorites i softened a little bit yeah but you know he's back in my bad book now yeah i mean it seems like they're in a good place sexually but Mm -hmm. he still does not recognize her as an entrepreneur or Uh an equal partner in this business even though you know when you see her doing the kind of market research on the three different women buckets (laughs) it's not as though greta doesn't have her shit together Uh uh-huh yeah (laughs) and i feel like she is a really great support for sheila too like still Mm -hmm. i think they're a really good team Yes. And I kind of like that. I think it's the second episode that kind of took a fuck you, Ernie approach. It might have been. It was when she started getting this TV thing. Mm-hmm. It's like, yeah, sisters are doing it. Maybe it can end up with her leaving Ernie, too. Well, I did think it was wild that Sheila, you know, she basically gets dressed down in this meeting. She did mm-hmm. not want to have that Ernie insisted on having where he said, you know, let's talk about how much money you spent, how long it took, how many prototypes we made. He's basically embarrassing and shaming her publicly. Mm-hmm. And then when she gets that television gig, she literally says, you don't need anything except your own body. Like she actively says, you don't need a step up. Mm -hmm. which to me is a huge fuck you to Ernie. It's like, oh, this product that you spent all this time and money on, fine. I'm not even going to use it. I'm not going to promote it. I'm not even going to talk about it. Totally. Yes, I enjoyed that a lot too because it was kind of an F you to to Kelly in theory Mm -hmm. and also to Ernie. And it was funny. I wrote down in my notes like, my boss is always saying seven drafts to excellence, you know, <laughs> and that's how many steps it took. And I mean, right. from a business perspective, isn't it better to go to market with the product after you've worked out all the kinks? I can mm-hmm. get, I can see Ernie's perspective too, sure. but, but I would be more inclined to listen to it if he wasn't acting like such a jerk. Right. I mean, my biggest surprise is just that 
they didn't panic when they saw that Kelly was putting out her own and just try mm-hmm. to rush to market because it was more or less ready from what we saw. Like right. we see Sheila and the other women using it in her step class and it looks ready to go. Yeah. Also, it's a step. Like it's, it's a not step. a robot. <laughs> <laughs> like if you can step on it and it doesn't collapse, then right. you're, probably you're good to go. Okay. I feel like we're insulting the step aerobics industry oh, when we say that, yeah. but you know, <laughs> hey, invite me to your free classes and then I'll stop. There we go. But uh, Jen, I, I stepped on your never ending love for Tyler. <laughs> There is no Tyler or oh. Bunny in this episode. No. Do you think we will see them again? In neither episode. In the first one, I was like, okay, maybe they're off at the beach somewhere. Mm-hmm. Well, they're in Mexico, right? Oh, that's right. Yes. Mm-hmm. And then when they didn't appear in the second episode, mm-hmm. I was like, yeah, I wonder if they're just writing them out. And as much as I love them, and I love, well... Lou Tyler Pucci in particular. Yes. <laughs> I <laughs> I would be okay with us just kind of saying goodbye to them. Like mm-hmm. I I would rather them not try to force this right. in and with these 30 minute episodes so short. Yeah, I don't want to take time away from Sheila and Danny and mm-hmm. Greta and so you know give hey give them a spin-off I'll watch a spin-off <laughs> <laughs> it's Tyler like time. Tyler surfing yeah <laughs> I mean yeah I would watch <laughs> I don't even need a plot just let me watch Tyler surf okay <laughs> I know I'm sorry I'm calling down <laughs> here's the thing I totally agree with you I feel like if Gina was here she would also agree you know uh-huh. we love those characters but I'm not sure that the show always knew what to do with them yep and I would be open to them coming back if there's a good reason or a way to naturally incorporate them. I thought if we were going to see them in this second episode, it was going to be during the op-ed when Greta is presenting the women buckets because you could have put (laughs) Bunny into the tomboy kind of category Mm -hmm. or the gruff one, the middle one. So the fact that we didn't see a picture of Bunny in there at all tells me I think the show is saying you won't be seeing these characters anymore. I think so, too. A yeah. bit of fond farewell mm-hmm. to Dreamy Dreamboat. <laughs> hey, you know, maybe it's freeing him up to star in another fantastic show that I'll get to watch. There you go, yeah. I mean, <laughs> the Poochasons has got to happen at some point. <laughs> the Poochasons. I mean, they are still casting for Lex Luthor, right? <laughs> Mm, oh lex yes not superman but yes i don't think he would make a good lex Luthor. he's too lovable he's too nice yeah Yeah. okay so let's think ahead 10 episodes we're down to weekly episodes so next week we're just going to be talking about episode three which is called burning up which is Mm. not helpful as a title it doesn't tell us (laughs) anything about where we might go unless it's a heat wave episode but Mm. What do you think is in store for this season? Do you have any speculations? I hope, this is, I, I am kind of kidding when I say this, but I hope that John Bream's wife mm. burns down that whole neighborhood and escapes. <laughs> I was not sure where we were going with this. Yeah. I wasn't sure if we had her locked up and we just oh, weren't mm-hmm. going to see her at all. So it is encouraging that we do see Grace. She is obviously not doing particularly well mentally. But also, she kind of just seems to have a lot of rage, right? Yeah. Like she's going around breaking all the windows in the neighborhood. And part of me thought, oh, okay, 
she's a mad woman on the loose, but mm-hmm. she's right to be pissed off. Absolutely. Yes. Also, mad woman on the loose is my favorite kind of woman. So <laughs> more <laughs> Isn't of those. Is that just like your surname or something? <laughs> it is. Yes. Yes. That is actually my middle name. Um, it's it's not R. <laughs> it's mad woman on the loose. Mad woman on the loose. Yeah. Yeah. I'm curious about this. I was very nervous that this was going to be like a Rebecca kind mm-hmm. of situation. And I'm glad to see that she is ambulatory and right. seems to have at least physically recovered to a certain extent. Right. The aunties have not tied her to a bed somewhere <laughs> in an attic. So I was legit that. worried that that was really what was happening because mm-hmm. you never know with somebody no. like John Bree. I felt this rage for her in the last season or two. So I'm sure. really glad to see her feeling it for herself and admitting it, you know, mm-hmm. and you know, I always wish everybody would just be best friends and wait and like figure out how they can work together. But I really want her to leave John Bream. Right. And move out and just start a new life somewhere else. Maybe she can move down with Tyler, <laughs> Tyler right. and Bunny. <laughs> and she'd be happier. Also, I'm going to correct myself. The wife's name is Maria. The new baby is Grace. Oh, that's right. That's right. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um,. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see if we spend a bunch of time with this or if it's mm-hmm. just a kind of percolating thing that's happening in the background. Yeah. As always on physical, anything to do with Sheila and Danny are usually the A plots. So mm-hmm. it definitely feels like, okay, we're going to see what happens when Sheila gets a weekly TV show. Like, is it going to make her famous? Is she going to self-sabotage? Is she going to take Greta along for the ride? How is this going to affect their various relationships and so on? Mm -hmm. But I have a feeling we are going to use this Olympic 84 thing as a big backdrop to like, oh, it's a fitness craze. Everybody is really excited about athletics. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I think that would be a perfect fit for Sheila. But I agree with you every time. She gets on the stage. Mm-hmm. I am like, oh, oh no. God. But it's like watching the bear. It's like, are how are they going to fuck this up? Yeah. And it's so stressful because I'm really, really rooting for her. Always rooting, but yeah. always afraid. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But I mean, that's life. And I think that kind of shows to me like what a good job they've done of getting mm-hmm. us invested and in her head. Because she, we doubt her because she's doubting herself. Right. You know? Yeah. So, Okay, one final topic, and we'll have to circle back and get Gina's thoughts about this because (laughs) I did think of her. What did you think of the fashion montage where we were prepping (laughs) for Sheila's photo shoot? I, oh my gosh, loved it. I I was going to mention that the outfit they chose i thought Dominatrix they were all kidding pony hawk what the oh fuck my God. i was like this is it reminded me of glow the mm. cartoonish russian villain right and i i mean i did like that red outfit with the the hair that looks like a bird's nest mm-hmm. um that it was very fun i very much enjoyed it but i also thought like i want her to be herself right that's how she's going to feel comfortable. And I think that's what we see at the end when she Agreed. is getting in front of the camera. Yeah, but it was it was like chef's kiss of perfect 80s attire. Yeah, it, it was just so funny because I don't know why she didn't have a mirror in the dressing room with her because I feel like she would have immediately vetoed a lot of those. But maybe <laughs> right. she was feeling very vulnerable. But mm-hmm. it was hilarious watching her come out in these just either ridiculous or god-awful or ridiculously god-awful outfits <laughs> and you we always go to philomena uh, greta's assistant first and she loves 
every outfit. And then uh-huh. Greta's like, no, what the fuck? Oh, I know. Hey, as a former people pleaser, I feel her pain. <laughs> but yeah. So oh, some of them. And when they were taking the photographs, and he was mm-hmm. like, you look hot. You look hot. And I was like, yes, yes she is hot because she's wearing full leather gloves or full spandex gloves mm-hmm. what were they thinking oh my god absolutely hideous and i can forgive a lot of 80s fashion <laughs> i mean i thought rose Byrne looked great in it like oh as yes always, body be banging mm-hmm. she's ridiculously mm-hmm. hot and you know we see her doing the stretching in the ballet class and it's mm-hmm. like my god this woman is very flexible very agile like it's it's very impressive mm-hmm. but at the same time i was just like oh i know i'm supposed to find these outfits ridiculous and i do yes so, i do too mission I, lo- <laughs> <laughs> I did enjoy that um i guess i would call her a bar instructor or maybe mm-hmm. pilates but i liked her just how bitchy she was like oh, you're boy. not dancers you just want to look like dancers it was so the opposite of everything she has been trying to do yeah and I won't lie, uh, hearing her command them to go into whores Whore pose. pose. <laughs> <laughs> like, I bet I can tell you what that one looks no. like. Oh, yeah. <sighs> I also have a bone to pick with this group, and we might see more of this later, but I've mm-hmm. never been to a group in my life where you had to sign a list to share. Also, the crosstalk that was going on in that thing. Mm-hmm. But I'm very <laughs> glad that Sheila found, found a supportive group. There we go. Okay, well, folks, if you want to get in touch with Gina, she is at Gina Does Things, and she does have a Substack, and she's the co-host of the Kill by Kill podcast and writes for the spool. She fucking does all the things. <laughs> yes, she does. Jen, if people want to get in touch with you to talk about the first two episodes of Physical Season 3, how would they do so? You can uh, contact me at Jim Ferrati on Twitter and Instagram and also find me uh, writing and I just post everything I do there. Right. Um, maybe <laughs> I should start a uh, Tyler Love fan account. Oh. That would be fun. Stay tuned for updates on that. <laughs> well, Tumblr has come back into fashion. Ooh, I never tried it before, but I think this, <laughs> Tyler might be what gets me into Tumblr. Tyler Tumblr. Oh my God, Tyler Tumblr. Here we go. <laughs> Hashtag Tyler Tumblr. <laughs> Um, yes, I can be reached at the still my remote, and that's the letter B. And if you uh, want to, you should and can subscribe to the entire Anatomy of a Screen Pod Squad network. Lots of great shows on the network. But uh, yes, Jen, we will be back and hopefully Gina will be able to join us for yes. the entire episode next <laughs> week. But uh, until then, I guess, dress like you're a member from Glow. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Hey, that's good advice for us all. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> the Anatomy of the Scream Pod Squad.